Welcome, everyone, to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Carney, and I teach in Fort Myers, Florida, large groups. So welcome, and I appreciate all of you being here today. So what I'd like to talk about today is part two of your equipment and what matters most and why you should purchase or somehow get donated these 10 things. So if you haven't checked out the first episode, that is about starting your program. Now, if you've already been teaching for years, it's probably not necessary. That was just to help out um, new teachers or teachers moving to a new school and what they need to start their their program, the basics and kind of the cheap stuff for now. We can always add to it. Every year I'm adding to my program and I hope you are too. So today I want to talk about kind of the intermediate stuff. We got the basics down and now we're looking for things to supplement our program and make it even better. So here we go. Okay, now remember, this is based on your needs. If you think I'm asking you to buy some things that you really don't need, please don't. I'm just giving you the basics of what I think I need and I've needed in my program. So I've added to it little by little, and here's some of the things I've gotten. So let's get going. Here's number one, deck rings. I love deck rings. They're so much fun. If you don't know what deck rings are, they look like a ring and they're like made of rubber type material. And they're great for... Lots of things, actually. They're great for throwing and catching, especially for the little kids. Also for the big kids, if you want to switch objects, which we do a lot, we'll play with a certain ball, then I'll tell them to switch objects, and they'll go to a deck ring. You can use them for almost like a Frisbee-type activity. Okay, you can also use them for treasure, and I talked about that in the first episode. My game Treasure Hunters, which was a couple episodes ago, we just have the kids collect lots of treasure, and some of them are deck rings along with the bean bags and other things, so they collect the treasure. So deck rings are a great addition to any PE program. That's number one. Okay, number two, our nets. Now the nets, what I'm talking about, are for soccer or hockey, those type of nets. You don't have to spend a ton of money on these. You can even get the pop-up nets that are kind of cheap. You can get um, the nets that are a little bit bigger that you can use for um, soccer, hockey. You could even use handball um, you could, I mean, just anything. <laughs> just, I use them also to um, at home to you know golf, like hit golf balls into. Um, I've used the big ones for like a batting cage for my son uh, in my garage. I'll just set it up. And these are the really the bigger ones. Okay, I think nets are really important. Now, if you don't have any, you can't afford them. Use cones. Those are obviously good for just scoring goals or pins. That you have to knock the pins down instead of scoring goal, but. Overall, I think nets are very important. Okay, number three, pillow polo. I love pillow polo. I do. Pillow polo. If you don't know what it is, it's like a stick with a soft, it looks like a big old Q-tip on the end. And it's made of foam. I just, I really enjoy it. It's it's crossed between. The way we play it, we play kind of like soccer or hockey, where they can kick it or hit it. I know some people play just, you have to hit it. So I let them kick it like soccer as well. But we play it a lot, and it's great for our like long-handled implement uh, unit. If we're going through that with the younger kids, instead of giving them hockey sticks, we give them pillow polo sticks. Um, it's just great for a, a fun day. We do fun Fridays, so we have that out quite a bit. And the students love it. It's just a great game. Um, what we do, because we have so many students, if we have a full class playing at a time, um, I don't like playing 12-on-12 anything 
but I'll put out multiple balls. So I put out like three uh, of the pillow pillow balls or even some that are not and just let them go. And they love it. And we use it a lot. So it's not a necessity, but it's something I think more of the intermediate level for building your program. It's a great thing to have kindergarten through fifth grade. And they love it. Pillow pillow. Number four. Now these are in no particular order. It wasn't like I followed a set pattern here. You don't need deck rings first. You don't need nets second. You don't need pillow pillow third. And you don't need this fourth, but I love critters. Critters are all sorts of different rubber things like chickens. Uh, we actually have rubber chickens and fish. And they're kind of expensive, actually. Like six of them would be like 80 bucks or something like that, depending on what you get. So you get what you can, but they're great for throwing and catching. And the kids love it. The kids love just throwing them back and forth to each other or if we're playing a game like uh, like a group juggle type game if you're not sure what that is look that up group juggle it is or defend the pin it starts with kids juggling a ball back and forth or just have a pattern then you'll add like a chicken or a deck ring so I love having that extra object of a critter it's fun hey capture the chicken anything with chickens are fun or even fish so uh, there are other ones out there we had some frogs they're kind of ripped and they don't they're not good anymore. But anything with uh, critters, you could also use them on a uh, the next thing <laughs> I'm going to say. You can use them for number five, which I'll talk about in a moment. Uh, but critters are a great thing to have. They're not a necessity again, but something to build your program on, and the kids love them. So number four, critters. Okay, number five. I almost gave it away. Number five is a parachute. So we have a big parachute. It could fit about three classes at a time. I mean, it's really big. And it depends on your class sizes. If you don't need a big parachute, don't get one. If you have one class at a time, get a smaller parachute. But parachutes are great, especially for kindergarten, first, and second. Now, it's funny because there have been times where we've used them even for just for like a day, like third, fourth, and fifth, and they love it. Just brings it back to the old days, right? The old, their old childhood. And I think it's just a great thing for the kids to, to manipulate. Um, it builds their endurance by shaking it up and down. Um, we obviously play different games with colors and sometimes numbers. We put critters, which is a number four, in the middle and have them pop them all over the place. You can even do locomotor movements with them. You can have them skip around while holding the parachute or galloping or sideways or any sort of, sort of locomotor movement. Um, it's just great for commands and different things. So parachute, it's just fun. It's fun to have. Get a parachute. That's number five. All right, number six. I'm just going to say balls. Now, in the first episode of this, I said get gator skin balls and tennis balls. This is the soccer, basketball, football, kickball portion of the show. And it depends on your needs. It depends on what your program, like where you want to bring your program in this year. Or, yeah, I know most of you already have these things. But again, if you're just starting out, you need to decide where you're going to go with these units. And like we have two bas basketball courts, so we have four nets. Basketballs are a thing we use a lot. Now we don't do a lot of just straight up basketball games, like you know five on five games, because we have too many kids. But we do different modified games with them, like like I said, like that treasure hunters game from a couple episodes back. We do um, basketball Pac Man with the little kids. We do all sorts of things. So just practicing the dribbling. Now if you have those already, soccer balls are a great thing, and then you can use gator skin balls for soccer balls. It's not ideal, and I don't want them to get ripped up on you or me, but you can use other things. Footballs, I mean, it depends if you're gonna, what you're going to do with them. We don't actually use footballs a lot. 
we do when we do capture the flag it's more like capture the football so we use footballs a little bit during the year we don't do a ton like we don't just do a football unit now if you do that and you need a bunch of footballs that's that's you know fine that's what you need um and then the final thing was kickballs um we use those for like four square type games so anything like that i'm just going to say based on your needs get some balls go for it number six number seven okay we've had these ever since i got to the to my school so i've been here eight years and we had gymnastic mats when i first arrived so number seven is gymnastic mats now on free days i let students do gymnastics and other things and a lot of the girls and and some of the boys use them for obviously doing some cartwheels and flips and things like that and i just think it's a great addition to have obviously to put underneath something as for safety um you can stack them up for targets or hiding behind um all sorts of things like and we talk about the next thing which is number eight um you could even stack them up and again try to knock them down with a big ball or something like that which is coming up as well man i'm giving all this stuff away already so number seven is gymnastic mats okay number eight are scooters and that's what i was going to talk about with number seven you can use scooters um, for lots of different things, obviously, but getting the students just a different activity. Um, we actually have some, uh, almost like hula hoop, not a hula hoop. We have basketball nets, on uh, that we can attach to our scooters, some of them. So kids can go around and do target practice while the other students are moving. So it's actually a moving target. They're trying to score points in their, their net, their basket. And you could add various things to it. We do scooter tag with noodles and noodles were part of the last episode so scooters um you do like a soccer game we actually did scooter chuke ball one time it was pretty cool <laughs> scooter four-way chuke ball um that's a whole nother story but scooters are a great addition to have now we don't use them a lot and i don't like to bring them out a lot because it's like a lot of work and a lot of materials a lot of things but we are doing it um in a certain month usually near the end of the year and so scooters are just a great thing to have also for tower of terror that's a third fourth and fifth grade game which is on my website so scooters 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 add them to your program number eight okay number nine is a large ball like a cage ball or an exercise ball these are great for number eight (laughs) this is number nine right but for number eight that was scooters number nine is a large ball now we use the large ball uh quite a bit not as much as i we used to use it i don't think but on rainy days um, when we have the pavilion and nothing else everything else is wet we have a covered pavilion and we will play crab soccer and i'll throw a large ball out there we, we actually have two of them um it takes a long time to blow up though i'll tell you what <laughs> and we also have a couple exercise balls so you can just use those like a yoga ball type thing but those are great for uh again scooters crab soccer like kicking towards targets knocking over number seven which are gymnastic mats um also for target practice you throw the gator skin balls at the exercise balls or the large cage ball try to get to move to the other side to the other team's uh, area try to knock things down so large balls cage balls or exercise balls are number nine and i think they're pretty important okay number 10 i'm gonna give you an option here 10 are flag belts or pennies i used to call them pennies a lot of people still call them pennies they're pennies people so depending on your needs and depending on what you want to do um, you need one of the one of the other, or really even both. So I could say flag belts number ten, bonus is pennies number eleven. But I, I want to keep it ten. It was really tough. So let's say choose flag belts or pennies or both. So flag belts we use a lot for 
third, fourth, and fifth graders. We actually use them at the end of second grade. They start to learn to how to use them, how to put them on, how to play games like crossover with them or capture flag. We don't actually introduce capture flag till usually third grade, but we want to get them used to having their sides of the field and getting across. Fair play with the flag belts is very important. So all these things come into play with flag belts and we also sometimes play like a flag modified flag football game not much but once in a while so flag belts are great and they also can differentiate the team so if you don't have pennies you can just use flag belts now onto pennies they obviously are important when we play um, many different games differentiating the teams differentiating um, in like chook ball we use pennies um, we have the guards in capture flag they have to wear pennies it depends on how you want to use them and who you want, who they're for. You could also use them where they tuck them in their pocket or something and they could just pull them like flag belts. So it depends on your curriculum and what you want to do and how you want to use them. But I think flag belts and or pennies are very important. And that is why it is number 10. And now it is time for your cowbell tip of the day. All right, everybody, so your tip of the day is just keep building your program. If you're in this uh, vicinity, I guess, of your program or of your PE career, where you're kind of in the middle, you got the basic stuff, you want to add to it, I think these are some good ones. Please let me know at supersizephysa.com what you think and what you think could be added to this. I could definitely be wrong. There's stuff I'm sure I'm missing. So please let me know. But just continue to build your program. Now, we'll talk about how to get these things in the next episode, some of the bigger budget things or how to improve upon um, what we've done and what things we've gotten. So keep pushing it forward and keep building your program, but always keep in mind what is best for your group, your program. If it doesn't, for me, if it doesn't suit the needs of lots and lots of students, it doesn't make sense. So I try to make sure it fits the needs of my program. So make sure it fits the needs of yours. And that is the Cabo Tip of the Day. Okay, everybody, thank you for tuning in. As always, go to supersizephysa.com for lots of cool stuff, including being a guest on my podcast. I love to have you on my podcast. I have had in the past, if you've been listening, some great people on my show, great educators, and I'd love to have you on there as well, especially talking about large groups or even not large groups, even just the equipment or go-to games or management tips, anything like that. Love to have you on the show. I'll put the links or link in the show notes. You guys and girls are awesome. I have a new beat for you. Take care.